aka Patters, what is happening? Uh, we we're we're going into Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Now, by the time we get to that episode, oh, by the way, let me introduce myself. I'm Peter A. DeLuca, the pop culture pope, aka Pad, sometimes pronounced as Acapad. I'm also known as Spicy Taco, your favorite supervillain, the supervillain of the podcast Airwaves, the world sketchbook champion. That's right. I do sketchbooks unlike any other. I'm also the creator of Uzi Suzy, Trial by Fire. You can find me all over social media, mostly my website, akapad.com, that aggregates and collects and distributes everything that I do. And we like I essentially do things every available form of media that I have within my reach, other than outside of Hollywood. 10 pole pictures and major publishing houses. Everything else I do. And this podcast is it's it's a big chunk of that. And why is it? Because I grew up with a speech impediment. I grew up with a disability. And we are episode like we're we're 457 episodes deep. And we have so much more to come. And we're embarking right now are in a Marvel Cinematic Universe arc. Now, I've been doing arcs. I've been doing arcs for a year plus just because I like sinking my teeth into content because I believe in long-form content creation. I don't like I don't like the idea just because Doctor Strange comes into the theater or Moon Knight airs or it becomes available on Disney Plus. I'm not sure what, what term we're using for that. That I just jump on the review. During COVID, Warner Brothers and HBO Max dumped, uh, like it seemed like every other week, a major movie. And I could have been chasing that. You know, I could have just spent a week rushing, talking about Mortal Kombat, rushing, talking about Kong and Godzilla, or even Dune. Someone, I did do Dune, but, you know, because Dune's very sentimental. That was one of my father and I's, like, favorite movies. So, what do you do? What do you do when you you want to do this stuff correct? You want to do this stuff right, and you want proper analysis. You want to think through the movie. You want to see the content for what it is. And it takes time because... The noise around these releases, everyone doing hot takes, everyone giving their opinion. Uh, you like it, you hate it. Uh, there's girls in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They did this. They gender swapped that. They race swapped that. It's, it just takes away from exactly what's in front of our eyes. Now, I'll say this on my YouTube channel. I've just been doing like a play-by-play with Thor, Love and Thunder, just because uh, a lot of it just seems silly and ironic with me. And maybe we'll get more into that later. Not this episode, though. What what point am I getting at? Because we're supposed to be talking Marvel. We're so, everything is Marvel. Marvel is the new Star Wars Star Wars uh, is so far behind Marvel, it's unbelievable. At at one time, that seemed impossible. Uh, Star Wars was the IP uh, next to Harry Potter. But it just seems like, you know, 
Harry Potter just seems to be uh, slowing down. Marvel, they have ideas. They have a roadmap. There's things that they know that they're doing. And this is very clear. Now, the reason why we're talking about Hawkeye, and then we'll do Moon Knight next. And then we're going to get into what I call like the march for the Multiverse of Madness. Because when we discuss Marvel, we it's two meters. It's a meter of what's in front of me. And does it entertain? How how well how well is it? Is it good? Is it bad? The other meter is whatever is in front of me, how well does it play into the rest of the Marvel Cinematic? universe now at one time this wasn't so much of a requirement but now it is it's major uh it's maybe a deal breaker for a lot of people people want the connections they want this this heartbeat that runs through everything and that's impossible because you need standalone pieces you need pieces that can rest on their own the reason for this is because it's for future callback and future analysis and you do want to recruit talent and you you can't constantly control what the count talent's going to do you you cannot it's impossible so some of this talent just needs to do what they what, what they need to do i mean we saw this with eternals just let the talent go. And I think they're good with that. There, there's this unspoken balance with the Marvel C- Cinematic Universe. And part of that balance, it's perfect segue, because we're talking Hawkeye. Now, the bad side with Hawkeye, with this miniseries, is that there's, a, there's this sect, we'll call it, that I... I I hugely agree with, by the way. But the idea <laughs> that they introduce a female, that they push as the female Hawkeye, that Hawkeye becomes a mentor, a tutor, a trainer for. That uh, it's a bait and switch. And the reason why it's a bait and switch, because Kate Bishop, who's the female Hawkeye, she would not be able to launch a show of her own. And i that's a point that everyone goes to. And it's easily destroyed. Because you, you merely ask, how do you know? See, we have to judge this content for what it is and what's in front of us. We can't infer, we can't project, judge it for what it is and where it lies. This is very, very, very tough for people. It really is. And I think it's 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 a part of it's a new animal that is that that grew grew. That grew that's a part of this this destruction of criticism I always remind all of you of. So we get Hawkeye. We get Hawkeye, we get Jeremy Rainier. We have a slow build and a reveal and a leak. 
of Kingpin from the Daredevil Netflix show. So here we go. Connective thread. Uh, the beginning of this series, we launch into the Avengers. We're connected to the Avengers. The movie, the battle for New York, the attack of Loki, a.k.a. Thanos, to get the gem, the Infinity Gem. So, we get these things, right? Like, we, we get everything that the geeks want. But then the show still still gets attacked. It still gets forgotten. And, it, and it's labeled as a uh, major disappointment. And is it, it, that's just beyond me. Because when you judge this, this show on arc on payoff, on build a character, introductions of new characters, concepts, and ideas, new reveals. We throw it around Christmas, which I freaking love. I just, I, I think it fits. It's awesome. And we get a an actress. Uh, I, oh, I forget this girl's name. She's from the Bumblebee movie. And she's freak. She's funny, and she's awesome. Now, do we buy her as this like tough vigilante? We do not. But here's what I say to that: Who buys Jeremy Rainier? Rainier, whatever the heck that guy's name is. Who who buys him as as a tough guy? I never did. <laughs> I never did. I, I was I was hoping he died in every single, every single Avengers movie. Everything that he was in, I was hoping he died. His character, I mean, the Hawkeye, because it just doesn't fit. And does it take you out of the movie? It, it kind of does. It really like I, I mean, how how much better would it have been if he died in Age of Ultron, other than Quicksilver? But we have this uh, handoff, this this um, lineage, and this is right now a part of the Marvel published lore. The, the, this is very connected into the history of the comics, because the history of the comics, the, the comics themselves have, have been doing this for quite some time. And the Marvel Cinematic Universe is just echoing what the comics kind of figured out or what the good ideas are. So it's it's crazy to me that this show doesn't get the proper attention. Now, it doesn't mean you have to love it, but you have to you you have to respect what was done in front of you. And I thoroughly enjoyed the silliness, the banter and the, the comic book elements within this show because I I don't want seriousness I at, at times I, I don't want things to be dark and gritty um, lighthearted silly and dumb is fine by me I I don't understand if they do that for some reason it's not as good as winter soldier and that type of scale like that type of reception, that type of intake, if you're if you're going to compare everything to Winter Soldier, don't just like 
like don't don't just it's it's almost like just keep watching Winter Soldier then. But this show, it's so much fun. It's 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 as silly as it's meaningful and it's insightful, and the characters have arcs. And you know, for instance, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Uh, you know, we have a resolution and a little bit more insight into the Ronin character or persona that we saw in Avengers Endgame. I don't know. A lot of threads, but it's also standalone. It is, the show pretty much exists on its own. And for that, I, I'm grateful. Now, confession. Uh, I may have skipped uh, two or three episodes. <laughs> Probably two. Um, I, I watched and listened to one not too long ago when, when I was busy around here. And, you know, like, kind of just went back and re, re, rewound uh, some of the parts that I um, just wasn't familiar with. And why is that? See, here's a little bit of how I absorb some of these shows. I'm not there at every drop. I'm not there obsessing over when it gets released. If it's, you know, like, eh, I'll sit down, like, I'll watch it, I'll remember. A week or two will go by, I'll jump back on to it. And these shows uh, are somewhat designed for that. And that um, is also why it's serialized. It's serialized because it, you can break it up. Not them. Not Disney. You can break it up. And if the story is bad, it does, you know, it's, it's frustrating. And usually it's not worth watching. But when you can do that, it's worth watching. And guess what? I also skipped... Two whole episodes of Moon Knight. And Moon Knight's next. Episode 458. Moon Knight. Coming up. A.K.A. Pads Audio Audacity. I love you.